what's going on, how's it hanging, how's it happening, you guys know this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, hey everybody, we're into September already, it is September 1st, and you're probably like, oh my god, where did the summer go? It's summer, it always flies by, you know that, but you know what September means, especially for us in the rock and metal community, more tours and more concerts happening once again, oh yeah, and festivals as well. <gasps> yes, festival is still rolling on, and today we have another band, another artist from the When We Were Hungry Music Festival on the podcast today. Before we jump into it, I want to thank support for this podcast. So first off, screw it, we're just going to say it. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped, the best in below-the-belt care for all you fellas out there. Oh, yeah, you got boys hanging down there? Yeah, Manscaped's got you covered, and... I'm going to end up saying this right now. I've been a Manscaped user since about 2020, based since the pandemic began, because I have been using the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. I got big legs. I got gigantic legs. And during the pandemic, when everything got shut down, like the gym was closed, I was like, ah! So I had to find a way to get my cardio in and lift. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to run outside. I'm going to bike outside. I'm going to do all this stuff. But the amount that I was running and biking, I started chafing Terry. I'm like, ugh, ugh. And like I was walking bow leg. Like I was like, this town ain't big enough for the two. Ugh. That's why I'm walking like that because I'm chafing. But then all of a sudden I tried Manscaped's Crop Preserver uh, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. And my God, chafing, that's a thing of the past right now. I've been using it ever since and I stand by it. So as you know, shows are ramping up once again, live shows, going as many as possible, going as many festivals as I can going to uh, Riot Fest, Larder Than Life, when we were hungry. My God, I'm going to need that stuff, and it absolutely is a godsend. And you should pick up some as well, especially if you chafe down there, you don't want to chafe, especially going to some of those shows. Get yourself some of the anti-chafing, ball yard, the crop preserver from Manscaped, and it'll help you out a little bit too. You can get 20% off and free shipping using the code CPP at checkout. Manscaped.com. Oh, yeah. You know we're also sponsoring the When We Were Hungry Music Festival happening October 20th and 21st of 2022 in Viva Las Vegas. Yep, Will and Mal from When We Were Hungry Festival. We've had them on the podcast back in April. And they're like, yeah, this is legit turning memes into dreams, pancakes a bit. And now you guys know it's a full-fledged freaking thing. We're sponsoring the festival. And take a look at some of the bands that have that are on the festival that have been on the podcast. They include Modern Day Escape. Outlier, Varsity, Along Came a Spider, Saving Vice, Palisades, Secondhand Serenade. They're headlining day two of the festival. We also have the original Skylit Drive lineup, Tickle Me Pink, The Medic Droid. Why did I drop those names? There's a specific reason why, and you're going to find out in the next couple of episodes. So make sure you join us October 20th, October 20th and 21st, 2022. Pancakes Fit Memes into Dreams. Go get your tickets now. WeWereHungryFestival.com. Link is in the podcast. And come find me there. Milwaukee Brewers hat, Core Progression Podcast t-shirt. You're not going to want to miss out. We're going to have a lot of fun. So if you miss Warp Tour... Oh, yeah, you're going to want to join in on this one. Get your tickets now. I'll see you there. Now to our feature presentation. So I did mention the Medic Droid as part of that, you know, bands maybe on the podcast. So why did I mention them? Because they're our guest today. We had Chris from the band on the podcast, and we talked about a number of different things. First off, how they got associated with when we were hungry, how it all went down when it comes to the Medic Droid. New music. Did I say new music? I said new music from them. And where some of the influence come in, the ideas behind it. And we also talk a lot about 
the amount of different like collaboration music, the potential for all these different genres to blend together and just the openness of it, being open to all these different kind of music. Variety is a spice of life, baby. And you're going to enjoy this one if you know that variety is a spice of life. So please, please, please welcome Chris from the next to the podcast. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Oh, yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. As we are sponsoring the When We Were Hungry Music Festival, one thing that we're doing, especially leading up to it, is bringing on as many of the bands as possible to be a part of the podcast, to get everybody ready for the festival, and also to catch up with everybody and see what's going on so that you can be like, holy shit, I want to go see these guys live. So this is number three of the series, and I want to thank Mal Levy from When We Were Hungry Festival for connecting us because, my God, just makes it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to have some fun. So please, please welcome Chris from the band, the medic droid to the podcast. So Chris, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. What's up? How's it going? Stoked to be here. Stoked to have you here, man. How's it been going in your life lately, especially as you know, 2022, we're getting closer to that like last third of the year, but also getting closer to the when we were hungry festival. So how's it been going on your end? Yeah, man, it's been good. I'm just working on a lot of art and working on a lot of music, trying to get ready for the festival and working on recording, you know, new music and stuff like that. Working on getting a new record out. A new record out? Yeah, a new new Medic Droid record. So been stoked on that and just trying to stay focused. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's that's something I was not expecting, especially kind of like taking a look as much as I could in the band where you guys had the one album that was out in like 2008, then there was really like nothing going on there. So all of a sudden, like a new album coming, I'm like, holy shit. God yeah, damn, yeah. like it's, I want to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I actually was writing a lot of stuff over the years just for, you know, a, another project actually. I didn't plan on making it Medic Droid and I was just working on, you know, doing a new project, but I decided I, I might as well make it, make it Medic Droid and just, you know, make a new album. It's a lot more like 80s pop influence, but... I'm pretty stoked on it. I like the direction it's going. It's a lot more like evolved in the old sound. You know, there's a few more, there's a few like straightforward dancey tracks in it, but a lot more guitar and a lot more like just, I don't know, live drum feel, you know? So something that's got a lot more of that like live presence setting to it. So when it's played live, it's like you get that feeling that, you know, everything is encompassing around there and kind of, Less of like something that would be potentially like maybe like a DJ set or something like that. Would that be right? Yeah, I think I think a lot of our older music was you know more like just more like I guess I don't want to say techno, but just you know more electronic. And the newer stuff that I've been working on is just a lot more like live band kind of full band vibe. And when you say you got like some '80s references in there as well, is that like especially '80s pop? Is you bringing some more like that synth wave kind of style to the music, especially? Kind of yeah, yeah, like a lot of influence from like that like kind of era you know oh yeah and it's like i mean take a look at a lot of the things that have been happening in the music industry over the past you know just this year even with a lot of stuff that's gone around like from that 80s era of music being brought more into prominence through pop culture seeing a lot more of these hip-hop artists using more of that synth style seeing some bands really go a little bit more experimenting with synth wave and then of course stranger things metallica just really bringing more attention to that 80s style coming back in there so you might just be at the perfect time to like add some of that stuff in there as music add to just the evolved sound of the medic droid and just let it roll and you never know what might happen with it all of a sudden you put it out there and you know you might get picked up on the next season of Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely I've been hearing it in a lot of like incorporated in a lot of just 
a lot of different artists and stuff, you know, and I think I, I love it. So I'm, I'm trying to put my spin on it, I guess. And like, not, not, you know, be, be a straight up, like a, a synth wave artist, but definitely take from that, like eighties vibe. And yeah, that just that feel, you know? Yeah. Cause if you listen to like, if anyone listens to like the medic and what you guys have put out previously, and you think about adding some of that, you know, synth wave influence in there with that 80s style, I mean, the flow of it really ends up fitting out very well to the point where I'm very curious to see how this mix is potentially going to go with bringing more of this like live band, live drum kind of feel to it, adding that 80s style along top on top of like what you got going on right now that you've done in the past with the medic droid in terms of having more of that electronica kind of feel to it. So there's a lot of potential in there where things can be mixed and that mix is already kind of, you know, it's like a friendly mix already. It's just, you know, how are you going to master that friendly mix? Right. Right. It's uh, I mean, like, like I said, a lot of our older stuff was, it was still influenced by like eighties vibe, you know, obviously, but I think, I think I definitely dove into it a lot more with the new, with the new record that I'm working on. So I'm really excited about it. Well, if you think about it too, it's like a lot of that like electronica kind of style too. I mean, a lot of it really originated, really got more popular in the 80s, especially with the synthesizer really becoming more of a prominent piece in recording music. So a lot of that influence, again, from any kind of that style is going to end up being derived from the 80s at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Now there's just my brain starting to wrap around like now I got to get like big brain moment in music get po policy while I've, you know, took a couple shots of the head yesterday. So somehow I'm still functioning here. So, woo! Oh, heck yeah, man. Just having a good time with it. But now with this new music coming out, potentially coming out as well, like sometime, who knows when exactly? I mean, I'm not, <laughs> if you can't say when, I'm not going to ask you when, but when it does come out, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, especially first first kind of new music or an overall quite a while too to see all of a sudden a lot of the old fans it's like they remember the metro like oh shit there's new stuff what and yeah. then just like jump on top of it yeah i mean I, I hope people are stoked on it i think um i just hope there's not a lot of expectation of you know like i i think i have a lot of people that that write me and really like the aspect of like i guess that kind of trancey element that that medic the old medic droid had you know that like straightforward you know trance kind of techno vibe i guess and and it's it's a little i've kind of veered a little bit away from that so i guess not not completely but you know just gotten a little bit more creative with it you know what i mean i guess yeah because well think about this too if you would have just you know worked on new music but you've just gone straight forward with that exact same style once again it's you would have come out with it and a lot of the old fans would have been just you know very into it but it would have kind of especially for medic droid going forward could have put you kind of like in this singular lane as like okay you know after what is it like 13 14 years kind of the yeah. same stuff over again kind of expecting that but if by you're gonna be able to branch out a little bit more while still in that kind of trance feel to it you're gonna show a lot more diversity in the music and it's gonna uh, just potentially hit not only the old audience as much as they had liked it but reach a wider array for audience as well to all of a sudden next thing you know you know i'm gonna see a tour in 2023 and all of a sudden i'm gonna look at the list and all of a sudden Wait, the medic droid is on here? <laughs> All righty, get out the yeah. credit card. We're going to get a ticket for that one. <laughs> Heck yeah. No, I like, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. Like, I think, I hope that a lot of the older medic droid fans are just open minded to it because it's not, you know, it's not completely different, but it's definitely more evolved, like more mature sound, I guess you could say. And that's nothing, that's nothing wrong either. I mean, take a look at a lot of the bands that have 
you know, evolved over the years. I know we had uh, talked about it just quickly before we started, but we're like thinking about Bring Me the Horizon for an example. They're not the same band right now that made Count Your Blessings back in 2006. Right. Like, you just look at what they're doing. It's like they're experimenting so much more with so many different styles, so many different ideas. And it's still, you look at it, it's like, this is all still Bring Me the Horizon. It's There's no doubt about it. But it just helped them, like, just expand a lot further to become just, like, one of the biggest bands in the world instead of, you know, potentially just that, that like, a deathcore band that, you know, was popular in the 2000s that people forgot about. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, it's like that fine line because you want to, like, you want to give your fans what they what they originally fell in love with. You know what I mean? But as an artist, it's like how many how much can you really rehash the same things you want to grow as an artist too so there's always like that fine line i feel like you know what i mean like as a fan of music and also as a as a musician it's like i want to do things like you said bring me the horizon they already put out like the heavy stuff and like you know but now they're like experimenting with more things and it's still heavy but you know yeah pretty much what you said it's like you want to grow but you also want to like give the people what they like you know what i mean yeah, and like again, I'll bring up bring the rise in their post human survival or heat beat EP from 2020 was like the perfect example of that where they threw in a lot of different influences in there. And some like myself, I like a lot more of that metalcore style they had on 2013 Sepaternal. So I'm like, I'm waiting for something that's gonna be like that. That's like that kind of crazy. All of a sudden, I hear the track Kingslayer featuring Baby Man. I'm like, holy shit, this is exactly what I was looking for. And then they got other tracks on there that incorporate, you know other artists and their kind of stuff. There's a track that literally follows like the, like a follow-up to like uh Lincoln park. It's just like, Oh shit. Okay. You know, just you're, there's something there at the core of those, of those songs that really makes it for that band. So, you know, it's them, even though they're going in a vast, like a different array. So for the medic droid, I'm hoping that, you know, on this new record, when people listen to it, it's they find that core feeling that the original stuff really brought to them. So then this new stuff, they can still connect with it, but then be open to everything else that's going to be put in there everything else that's going to be on there creatively all these different like diverse and diversifying styles of music that you're going to be influenced by to put into these tracks to really open up yourself as a musician creatively right and i think i think like fortunately music has come such a long way like you know i think in the past you know some people might just be into like this genre and this genre you know what i mean but like looking what happened with like EDM and hardcore and just all the things like pop every, every, it seems like a lot of artists are just throwing in hip hop EDM, like, you know what I mean? Just everything. And a lot of people are really receptive to it. It seems like, so that's a, that's a good thing too. Cause you can put out a record, you know, where you have some more 80s synth wave sounding songs, and then you have some songs that are a little more heavy and maybe, maybe straightforward. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, another band that I really like to, to listen to and a band I love to go and see live is Falling in Reverse. And just thinking about all the different kind of styles that they've put in over the past, like, God, how many years? I mean, listen to like Popular Monster, where it has this darker, like, hip hop rap tone to it. And all of a sudden it goes into more of this flowing post hardcore feel. Then you get this absolute brutal metalcore bridge and breakdown. And it all flows together. And I've seen people, like, I've still seen people put up reaction videos to it from like, oh, hip hop heads react to it, rappers react to it. So you're seeing a lot more people. And again, you're seeing more people in this, in the music world as well, combining a lot of these different ideas in terms of, like you said, EDM, hip hop, rap, they're putting more of this like mixing hard rock, metal, post-hardcore, you're mixing the hardcore music as well, and just seeing how the creativeness is really coming off it. Hell, the band Alpha Wolf and the band Holy Absence, two completely different bands in the rock and metal spectrum, put out a split EP recently, and 
I mean, it sounds fantastic. I never thought those two would go together, but mixing like more emotional post-hardcore with just hardcore metalcore, god damn, it worked. Hell yeah, I haven't I haven't checked that out. I have to check it out, but yeah, like I, it's crazy, man. It's awesome to see that that people are just like you said, experimenting so much with all different styles. Like I remember, like when Skrillex came out. And even a little bit before that, like getting like just getting into dubstep, you know, growing up being into like punk rock and like rock and, you know, like emo and, you know, post hardcore and all that stuff. But like then getting real into like electronic music. But then when like I started getting into uh, drum and bass and like dubstep and stuff like that around that era when Skrillex came out and, you know, that sick and all that stuff. And now now it's just like a free for all. Like everybody's just you know what I mean? Like at that point, like. Right when Skrillex came out, I was like, I want to do something where there's screaming, but still like heavy, like dubstep basses with like, you know, metal riffs and just all that stuff. But now it's like, you know, I remember when I had that idea, I was like, this is like some new shit. But now I look at it, I'm like, dude, people are just all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's you needed something like that to just get those ideas right in the brains of literally every musician. Like, you know, maybe we could try something with this. And now you're seeing so many different like cross experimental styles, which just makes music more unique and just gives more opportunity for artists to express themselves, to create this whole different brand of music and just really start something that can connect with a lot of people. Like, This is another example I like to use. Think about metal like in the 70s and 80s. All of a sudden Metallica comes out with with their style, thrash metal. Yeah, no one had ever heard of thrash metal before, but now take a look at Metallica now. It's the biggest metal band ever. It's like if you're going to be able to experiment with something, mix a lot of different influence together and create something of your own, that's when you start to see bands like really rise top. Of course, you're going to have those detractors that are like, oh, I don't like this. This is new. Bah. But you people that really like it and all of a sudden it's just going to start rising and rising and rising because... It's fresh, it's unique, and it's yours because you're the one that came up with it, created it, and it doesn't really sound like anyone else. Of course, there'll be other people that are going to do some do similar things as well, but if you can be the one that like really takes hold of it and really creates that thing, and when you have the idea, my God, it just, it takes you off, but also it helps it influence other people to be just as creative or try new things at the same time in the music scene. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, like, I feel like so many people like try to create subgenres with every every little every little new new uh you know influence or like you know whatever whatever's brought to the table but like you said so many so many people like someone could come up with an idea like say mixing dubstep with like post hardcore and then there's going to be a bunch of other artists who are like hell yeah but check this out what about this so you know what i mean and so it's mm-hmm. like so many things happening so fast it's it's pretty awesome Oh, it is when you get like that one, like that first instance of, you know, someone mixing like these post-hardcore and dubstep, mixing that together. And all of a sudden other artists is like, hey, that's cool, but this is what we came up with. And all of a sudden just these different ideas just flow. And all of a sudden, you know, throughout with uh, with cooperation with a lot of people experimenting with this stuff, trying new things and bands that are working on this stuff, supporting each other and doing this creative process. That's when all of a sudden these movements start and, you know, this kind of music just shoots through the roof. Perfect example is new metal in the in the mid to late nineties. All of a sudden, it's a lot of bands at least trying to do something like that. All of a sudden, bands are supporting bands like Corn and like Limp Biscuit, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, here we go. And then all of a sudden, here comes Slipknot and just takes over the everything. It's just like, yep, that's what cooperation does when it comes to experimentation. That shit. Hell yeah, it's it's awesome to see though, because like, like you like you were kind of saying like if you if you go back to like the early 90s i feel like not everybody but a lot of people were stuck in like 
what they liked. If they liked punk rock, they didn't like hip hop. If they liked hip hop, they didn't necessarily typically, you know what I mean? But now it's like so all over the place and everybody's more open-minded and it's, it's good to see that, you know what I mean? Like that kind of experiment, experimental and like open-mindedness, you know what I mean? Absolutely. However, I do still think that there is a good majority of people out there that like when they listen to music, it's like they like one specific kind of music and they don't want to deviate from it. And if like saying they have a, it's an artist that they really like and they deviate from that norm, all of a sudden it's just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> of course, you're still going to have people that are like that where any small change into something that they like, it's just like must resist change. Ah! I don't know. Yeah, I, I get that. I think. I think some of it may, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think maybe some of it has to do with age. Cause when I was younger, like I liked a lot of stuff. I liked like, you know, new metal and stuff like that. But primarily I was like, when I was real younger, like I, I was real into like pop punk bands, you know what I mean? And if it didn't sound like a pop punk band, like I typically wasn't that interested in it. You know what I mean? And as I got older, like and got more into singing and playing instruments, that's what kind of like opened me up. But I think I've also met a lot of younger kids that are just right off the bat into a lot of different styles. So I don't, I don't know. I can't really say if it's one or the other, but I know for me, it was like, as I got older, I got more open-minded. You know what I mean? I think that is one thing that does happen too, just because as you get older, it's like, you're just, it, it's uh you just end up experiencing more. You just end up seeing more things and kind of seeing that variety, like the classic and variety is the spice of life. So you get a more open-minded to go check things out or like going to live shows and just seeing some of these opening bands or seeing bands on the bills that are like, okay, this does not make any sense at all for this band to be on the bill. But just in terms of stylistic choices, but sometimes it ends up absolutely working out and you get into a different kind of music based off of that. I mean, this that's what happened to me. This It was a knocked loose Kubla Khan tour. So I'm expecting hardcore throwdown, everyone going nuts. In between those two bands with knocked loose headlining, the direct support for Knock Loose was the pop punk band Movements. Now, that doesn't make any sense, but, like, if you're in the crowd there and all of a sudden Movements comes on and everyone's just vibing with it, now, you know, you're vibing with it, too. A bunch of these hardcore kids are starting to, like, vibe with it, just have fun <laughs> with it. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, people are going home after the show. It's like, yeah, you know Kubla Khan. Yeah, you know Knock Loose. But you're probably going to go and check out some movement stuff and be open to seeing what else is going to come off of that because of this positive experience you had because you were open to accepting that kind of music at that point in time and just seeing what happened. And all of a sudden you had a blast with it. Just that positive experience of having that variety there just adds so much more to, you know, being open to different types of experimentation in music and different styles that are going to be coming out. I totally agree. I, I definitely agree. Like, like you said, you could see a band, like you could totally be like, uh, against a certain, you know, style of music, you might think so. But then like you see, like you said, you see a band and it, and you, just the way they perform and their style. And you're like, actually, that's pretty dope. Like I had a similar experiment when I was younger. I, I was like, I think I was seeing newfound glory in Midtown at the Nile theater in Arizona and like thrice opened up. Oh. And I was like, I, at the time I was not really into like, a lot of screaming music, you know, like when I was that at that age and like I, after watching them, I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty badass though. And then like, I think a couple months later, maybe a year later or something, I saw the band Finch and I was like, that's, that's when like, it just opened up a whole like floodgate for me. I like got more open-minded and got real into a lot of different things. So I totally agree. I had something similar happen to me when it came to just like I every ever since when I was a kid growing up, like going through high school, colleges, I still loved hard rock, punk rock, everything around there. But if it had like the unclean vocal style in there, I really kind of pulled away from it. The only one I really liked was when Chester Bennington would do it with Linkin Park. Like that was the only one that I connected with. 
then all of a sudden I started trying to do something in music for myself and it was like late 2018 and Architects had released the Holy Hell album and I saw an ad for it on Facebook. I'm like, okay, let's check this out. Just see what it is. And there was something about trying to go through and really look at it, look at the lyrics, everything, and just seeing how the emotion came out of the unclean vocals. I'm just like, okay, now I'm starting to be open to this and get this. Two months later, three months later, friend tells me to start listening to Emotionless and White, just see what happens. I listen to Eternally Yours, and that was it. I was fucking hooked at that moment. Just like the combination of everything, and all of a sudden, now it's just, you know, if it's got unclean vocals there, I'm like, <gasps> give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. But again, oh, yeah. always being open to the interpret, always being open to the experience and being open to variety at the same point in time as well, because you might like it or you might not like it, but it's kind of the same thing as this always looking at, you know, the best answer you can get on something is yes. Like if you try something and you like it, best answer you can get is yes. The second best answer you can get is no, because even if you don't like it, at least you tried it and now you're sure. The last thing you want to do is be like, oh no, I don't really want to like, like it or want, don't want to listen to it. Have you ever listened to it? No, I just don't want to try it. But you don't know exactly what's going to happen. You might be missing out on a band that's going to become your favorite band of all time just from, you know, just being like, eh, it's not exactly what I want it to be right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I, I mean, it's just there's people that just, you know, just aren't open that way. And, you know, if that's the way, that's the way it is. What can you say? <laughs> yeah. It's the way it is. But I do want to jump into something that's very important on this podcast, which is the fact that the Medicare is playing day two of the When We Were Hungry Music Festival. So, Chris, whenever I've been having bands of the podcast that are on the When We Were Hungry bill, I like to ask this question first off, which is, how did it come to be that you are going to be on this bill for When We Were Hungry? Like, what was the whole entire story behind it? Because everyone's story is completely different. I love hearing all of them. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good friends with Mal. So I just, she just hit me up and she asked me if I wanted to play it. So I was like, yeah, you know, at, at first I didn't know if, if she was really, cause I think, I think it started off as like a meme. Right. And then like, yep. so I didn't know if she was really going to do it or if it was just an idea and she was just asking me in case it did, you know, come about, but you know, I started seeing more and more, more. I mean, I think she told me, she, I was like, well, who's going to, who's going to play it? And she told me one of the bands was mess. And I was like, all right, well, if Mest is playing it, then I'm totally down, you know, total fan kid. But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, it's just evolved. And, and it's crazy how it's just seeing like how much work they've put into it and seeing it grow like that. It's, it's I'm, I'm stoked to be a part of it. Absolutely. I mean, from the, from like when the first meme came out, literally just under nine months before the festival is actually supposed to happen. Like that's when it started all of a sudden just seeing it like go blow up in that way is absolutely insane. And I always love hearing about how people got on there because it's either, you know, people are friends, people know Will, people know Mal or just like all of a sudden all these different connections. And it's just kind of cool to see how many different styles of music are going to be at this one festival, kind of bringing it all together. And I, I was talking with Joey from the band outlier. Cause they're on, I believe it's on day two as well. He's like, yeah, you can be going from like crying emo style in the pit, like one, like one set. Then you can go throw down and just like go absolutely nuts in a pit, like the next set. And you can go to like a dancey vibe the next set. You never know what's going to happen. It's going to be like Warped Tour all over again. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, honestly. I'm, I'm super stoked. So out of, uh, how about this? Out of, out of all the bands that are like also on the bill as well, what bands are you most excited to see? Because that's always another question like that. So I can see how if, what people are like, oh my God, I can't, like, even though I'm on the bill and playing, I really want to see this band play live. Honestly, I don't know, man. There's so many good ones. I'm I'm stoked to see a lot of them. Like I said, I think 
I think one of my my favorite ones have to be like Mess though. I'm super excited to see them. Second, uh, what's that? Uh, no, continue. My bad. I was gonna say, uh, is it uh, Secondhand Serenade? Aren't they? They're gonna be there, right? Yeah, they're headlining day two. Okay, that'll be yeah, that'll be pretty dope. Say, if you're lucky, too, if it ends up happening, you might end up getting a chance to, you know, have yourself a full-on burger made by John from Secondhand Serenade. You might do a little guest spot on a grill somewhere and be like, okay, now I got to go there. I got to go get that burger because... What is he... Does he make burgers or what? Well, when I had him on the podcast, like, he was like, yeah, there's a whole entire thing with food involved. He's like, and he loves to cook. So he's like, what if I just, like, they gave me a flat top, I did a guest spot, and I cooked for an hour. Like awesome. all the emo kids would be like, I want to get a burger from, I want to get the saddest burger ever from John. That would be pretty awesome, actually. Hell yeah. I mean, you never, you never know. I'm, I, I sent everything over to Will and Mal. I'm like, you know, maybe we can get this done. You know, maybe you can get a flat top for him. Do I need to somehow get a flat top out there to Vegas? Do I need to haul it all the way from Milwaukee there? I don't care. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out something. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. But. Uh, why mess overall like is like the one that you really want to see i just i just really like that band um just a huge influence on me so i'd be I, i've never actually seen them play so I'm, I'm stoked to see them it's like oh my god i finally get a chance to see them Heck yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so then with you guys are you guys gonna be out there for both days of the festival just enjoying day one you know playing day two and just enjoying everything out there that the weekend has to offer is this gonna be like okay we're coming in on friday it's the only day we were able to come in and we're just gonna you know make it a whole one day extravaganza of just awesomeness no we're, we're gonna be playing but then um i'm also gonna be doing like a guest dj set for the for the after parties for both nights so i'm stoked on that i'll probably i'll probably end up doing like a couple original songs and Maybe maybe a cover. <laughs> and maybe a cover. Now, what kind of cover are you alluding to, sir? Because now I'm curious. <laughs> well, I've never actually played the the uh, the Madonna cover that we did. So I, I might actually, we'll see, see how things go. <laughs> Ooh. I, had a, I had a request. So I was like, you know, all right. See. Hey, if you've got a request, I mean, maybe, maybe make it work in there especially when we're talking about you know new music kind of bringing some more of that 80s influence in there a madonna cover this might just work out perfectly as kind of bringing <laughs> that whole entire vibe there plus think about it, after party dj set everyone's gonna be like already like fully amped up after you know throwing down having a good time ha- eating as much good food as possible all of a sudden after party so everyone's gonna be feeling that dancey kind of mood you know throw something on like that we're gonna enjoy it hell yeah It'll be it'll be fun, man. I'm super stoked. Say for those after parties, I'm kind of I'm expecting kind of like a like in like one of those like emo night feels where all of a sudden you're gonna get like DJ sets of like you know people playing like yo we're gonna get some post hardcore stuff in here we're gonna get some pop punk stuff in here maybe some metalcore stuff just for fun and all like throwing some like random different things in there just out of nowhere see what happens because you might go from you know people just kind of vibing and dance all of a sudden the next person like whoever's got the next spot comes on first thing they do is play downfall of us all by a day to remember it all of a sudden everyone's going from this dancey vibe to all of a sudden just boom my fit time yeah yeah it's funny you say that because i was like i don't really know what to expect because it's gonna be like punk rock and then there's you know gonna be like emo and so yeah and like i said i got the request to do it to do the madonna cover so i'm like how are we gonna how are we gonna work all this in there but we're gonna figure it out i mean you've got you've, you've got less than two months to figure or a little more than two months figured out you got this man it's not you right? know <laughs> 
you've got time to plan this out all in your head and just be like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Maybe I'll do this during this song. At this point in time, I'm really going to jump off stage and try and crowd surf and see what happens with a bunch of kids and just, you never, and a bunch of adults and see what happens. And you never know. <laughs> well, as long as we don't end up like, you know, missing the catch and end up like you end up on the floor, like, you know, passed out like Jack Black at the beginning of school rock, then I think we're doing our job. <laughs> that actually that actually happened uh my old band member we were uh we were touring with kill hannah and like we were like all right we're gonna run out there during their set and we're gonna jump off into the crowd and like <laughs> and we were like i think uh hector my old band member he was in his booty shorts and we run out there right while they're playing and we jump out in the crowd but for some reason he jumped into the middle where there was no people and just boom! I think he ended up smashing this this poor girl. <laughs> oh man, it was. I was like, why didn't you jump to the side? <laughs> but yeah, ho- hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't happen. But you know, m- you know, maybe the booty shorts will come back out because you know it's gonna be in <laughs> Vegas. It's gonna be warm. You're gonna want those booty shorts. You know, get that airflow going to stay cool, to stay dry. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, the 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 shorts are coming back, man. Oh God. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, I'm going to, I'll be out there. It's like, okay, what kind of shorts are you going with? Hey, eh, you know, they're a little short. Well, why are you going those short? They got the zip up pockets, man. You know, nothing's falling in my pockets in these pits. That's the way to go for a festival. Hell yeah. You gotta get the fanny pack, dude. I can't do the fanny pack. It's just not my style. <laughs> yeah. It's just, not, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Nah, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit with my hips. It just doesn't, doesn't really work most. And also because like, I'm exp- like, you know, I, I go to concerts all the time. I love jumping in mosh pits and it's just the last thing you want to do is like have this fanny pack swinging around all of a sudden it ends up getting ripped. It gets detached and all of a sudden, okay. And I'm trying to find this thing, the rest of the show. And all of a sudden I'm out my wallet, my keys, my <laughs> phone. Um, those are pretty much the three things I'm out, but those are pretty important things. Cause then now I can't call a ride to get home. I can't find my car and I can't pay for anything because everything is gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could fit a lot of things in there though, man. I used to rock. I haven't in a while, but I used to rock a fanny pack for a while, dude. And you'd be amazed how many, how many things you can fit in a fanny pack. So if you can recall, like what was like the most filled you ever had a fanny pack with and like, how would you all fill it with? Cause I mean, fanny packs are coming back. They're a big thing now. It's just, you got to hear from an expert. Like how do you properly, pack a fanny pack i honestly i don't know man like i just like i just kept putting shit in there and it just it always seemed to fit like more than a purse i mean i never really carried a purse around but i feel like you could just keep putting things in a fanny pack and somehow it'll work its way to fitting in there you know (laughs) it's gonna like slowly just get bigger and bigger and bigger and all of a sudden it's like okay um we gotta fit something else in here i don't know what we're gonna fit in there um so we're going to fit a phone, we're going to fit this water bottle, we're going to fit the Declaration of Independence that I got from Nick Cage. Um, let's see what else is there. I've got the entire discography from Sleepy With Sirens on CD. We're going to put that in there. So I got some room for a couple of things, guys. You know, anybody want a Twinkie? <laughs> exactly, man. Oh, man. I mean, I'm, and I'm kind of expecting during the Weird Hungry Fest, all of a sudden you're going to come out on stage and have like the biggest fanny pack possible just to... Just because I, of this, <laughs> I lost. I lost mine. I had one. It was. It was just like a black one, but I lost it, and I, I haven't worn one since. That, but I need to get another one because I think. I think my favorite one was the the. Um, we had some pink ones made. Medic Droid had some pink ones, like bright pink ones, made a long time ago, and I used to rock that shit like all the time, and that was like my favorite thing. And I, I, I think I lost that too, but 
Maybe I just need to get some more printed for Metroid just so I can have a bright pink one. <laughs> and then bring them to the merch table as well for We Are Hungry. I mean, the amount of people that are going to see a like a bright pink fanny pack is going to be like, oh my God, I need that. <laughs> right? Maybe. We'll see. That'd be a good idea, actually. Maybe. And then all of a sudden, as you'll like during some other band, all of a sudden you'll see me in the pit. It's going to be like, oh, hey, look, it's Kevin. Wait, why is he also have a pink fanny pack? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. So what's what's in there, Kevin? Um, Well, my phone and my wall, my keys to my pocket. What's in there? All of a sudden it's like I'm in the pit. And I just pull up pancakes. I just put pancakes <laughs> in there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Pull out a little jar of maple syrup from the other pouch. It's just like <laughs> they oh, said it all in there. Hey man, hashtag pancakes in the pit. Like I'm taking this serious. I was looking for a way to get pancakes in there. The bright pink fanny pack from the medic droid might be the perfect way to go about it. I'll get on it, dude. I'll get on it. Oh, perfect. And then next thing you know, all of a sudden, all of us in the pit are going to be having those bright pink fanny packs just full of pancakes and just going to be absolutely wild. We're going to be throwing those things around. We're going to make it, instead of making it rain dollar bills in the club, we're going to make it rain pancakes in the pit, just like flapjack style, baby. I could, I could see the backlash already, dude. Like person slipped on, on pancake and caused an avalanche and just like not cool, dude. Who the hell brought pancakes? <laughs> it, the thing is, is we'll be the ones bringing pancakes and the one that's going to slip on a pancake is going to be me. And it's just like, well, this is wrong. It's, it's like, oh, is a person mad at me? Like, Person was me that accidentally slipped on the pancakes. Um, <laughs> I knew the risk that I was going into when I brought the pancakes in the pit. Yeah, I'm not saying anything outside of that. Oh, are you mad? No, it was fun. <laughs> we literally moshed with breakfast. That'd be pretty awesome, dude. Hell yeah. I mean, next thing you know, people are going to end up like going to the bar and instead of getting a beer, they're going to try and get maple syrup. and They're going to try and chug it Super Trooper style. <laughs> Just chugging pancakes and... <laughs> Oh, man, not, there's another idea I have to send to Will and Mal. All right, we need to get a full pancake bar, but we need a maple syrup station, and we need just a giant picture of the, like, the Super Trooper scene when they're chugging the maple syrup just so everyone gets into it, and all of a sudden you're going to start hearing, no, chug, 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 all the way in the background. Just like everybody throwing up on each other. <laughs> oh, That's going to be one. Well, I'll put it this way. No one's really going to slip at that point because it's just going to be really, really sticky. You won't be able to slip, you, but you might not be able to move. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dear God. What what did we what did we just create with that? Like all this all of a sudden, you know, you guys are going to be playing your set. And next thing you know, there's going to be a big giant pit. The Melrose going to be dancing, having a good time. And the pancakes and the syrup are going to be flowing. Then all of a sudden, like towards the end of the set, you got your guys are not going to see us move very much. Like what's going on? We're stuck to the floor, Chris. Everybody, everybody's just like rubbing their stomach, like, uh. just, uh, just like, uh. so, so it's kind of like it's kind of like at that warp tour vibe where you're trying to dance but you're about to pass out too, you know? Yeah, but this time it's not because of the heat or lack of food; it's because of too many pancakes. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, well, let me ask you this too, just because like we were just like bringing up the warp tour kind of vibe of it is did you in the past, like with the medic droid, did you guys play warp tour back in the day? I think we did play one warp tour in, in Arizona. I think so. I'm pretty sure we did, but it could, I could be wrong. It could have been edge fest because they were pretty much, it was pretty much the same thing. You know, they always had like the same bands, but I think it was a warp tour. <laughs> I'll say because if you can remember like what it was like, like kind of like that whole entire vibe of it, like just with how many bands were there, kind of the people that were there, the experience, the whole entire emotion around there. 
Do you see something similar to that happening with when we were hungry festival, just given the lineup and given the kind of the uh, DIY style of putting this all together from Will and Mel and the rest of the team, just kind of the fact that this started out as a meme and is now a full fledged festival, just kind of that whole entire, you know, that whole entire emotion and whole entire vibe around the warp tour. Do you kind of see that happening here? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, kind of, it's like, it'd be like, like I said, seeing all the bands that are on it, it's pretty awesome to see that many good artists on one, on one bill. And I was, you know, I was thinking that the other day, I was like, it'd be cool to see them do it again. Like make it a, you know, like every year thing, you know? I think that's kind of the idea that is kind of evolved into it. Cause it's, you know, meme all of a sudden to turn to a festival and just seeing kind of how it's taken off and seeing how many bands are, you know, on this bill, but also just the variety of music around there. And constantly seeing people have been talking about Warp Tour since 2018. Like, when's it coming back? We need something like this. Like, this might be the thing right here. Yeah, that'd be awesome, honestly. It would be. Just all of a sudden, next thing you know, <laughs> they're going to take it out on the road. They're going to start, like, having the full entire Warp Tour thing. And next thing you know, we're going to be sitting there like, they fucking did it, man. They did it with a meme and pancakes. That's how they pulled this off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool to see. Honestly, that's that's what I was thinking. Well, and then to add on to that too, just to kind of bring back that kind of idea and bring back that kind of style, just like we were talking about earlier with how many bands are just blending so many different genres. Now, if we kind of get something like this, where we're bringing so many other bands onto you know a same kind of festival as well, like with what we when we were hungry is doing, just seeing you know bands that are you know coming back, just come like kind of the blast from the past kind of stuff, and a lot of these newer artists. You never know what ideas might come up. You never know what potential collaborations might come up, what potential influences might be there to literally just take this thing off. And we might all of a sudden get the next like King for a day. Like again, King Faye, Pierce Vale and Kellen Quinn. We might get something similar to that. Like all of a sudden two random bands you never thought we we're going to get together. All of a sudden like, oh shit, they get together. And all of a sudden next thing you know, we get the emo anthem for the 2020s. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I, I think, it, I think it's great to be honest. Like, uh, like, to, for example like medic droid wasn't really i wasn't really gonna bring medic droid back and and because she asked me to do it that's kind of what sparked that you know that like you know coming back and and, and so i think that's you probably see a lot of that hopefully you know from different bands that are going to be on it that are that are like all right you know we'll put out a new record and you know just seeing a lot of cool cool new music come from that you know like you were saying yeah that's something that you know i'm thinking we're all really hoping for too just to see how many of these bands from the past that, you know, that that Will and Mal and everyone else from the team have known, it's like, you know, hey, you guys want to play this? Bring it back. And just kind of reigniting that passion, reigniting that spirit, reigniting that just determination and that just influence. Like, okay, let's give this another shot. Let's see what happens. You know, maybe we were on the shelf for 5, 10, 15 years. Who knows? Or even like with some of the younger bands too, it's this might be the one, this might be like that festival where it's like, okay, now we're able to get out in front of even more people than we had in the past and a wider audience when it comes to the style of music that's going to be played in a way that we might never have been able to before. So it's kind of like, this is the festival that's going to be the one where if you want to show what you got, this is the one. If you're like, you know, we're going to come back and just like give it a shot or on something like this and just see what the reaction is like, this is the one to do it at. Again, kind of bringing that warp Tour vibe back. Man, it's perfect. Definitely. I totally agree. We just just need to make sure that it's successful, man. You should make oh, sure that's a I th I think it definitely will be, man. With all the with the, all the artists that are playing it and like I said, like 
and like you said, like reuniting, uh, re- reigniting that that passion in people, you know, because because like I said, I the music that I've been working on, I was I was going to use for a different project, and just just getting excited about playing this festival and being like, you know what, I'll just release it, I'll just release it as a new Metroid record, and that's like gotten me all stoked and excited about music again, honestly, because I I haven't played shows in a long time, so I was like, you know what, so yeah, definitely, I think I I, I see that happening with other artists as well, you know. So when was your last show like that's gonna be that was prior to like what's gonna be happening with Mirror Hungry? Like when was the actual last show for the Medic Droid? Uh, I can't remember. I know it was it was I want to say it was like four or five years ago. It was we toured we did like a little East Coast run with the Bunny the Bear, and then I think that was probably the last thing I did. A, I did like an emo night in New York, maybe like two or three years ago, but it was just you know just DJing songs. So yeah, I think I think like officially like a, a show was probably four or five years ago. It's quite a while but since yeah. we were last back up on stage. Are there any potential, you know, any potential nervousness, any potential ang- anxious feels or jitters that you might be feeling like, you know, preparing to go up on stage once again for the, in the like for the first time in the past four or five years? Yeah, I mean, I think I always get that, that vibe, like no, no matter like, even when I was like consistently touring back in the day, like always, there's always like that nervousness because every crowd's different. But um I don't know. I think it's also like one of those things like it's it's not to sound like cheesy, but it's like it's kind of like riding a bike. You know what I mean? Like you could be you could be so nervous even up to the moment where you come out on stage. And then right when you walk out on that stage, it just it hits you and you're like, all right, I got this. You know what I mean? I don't know. For me, anyways. And honestly, when I've been talking with artists like around that, not just like coming back from, you know, a long break like that, but every single artist coming back from the pandemic, it was like, you know, what was that first show like? And everyone's kind of talking about, you know, you're oh, you're going to be nervous. You're going to have those jitters before it happens because you don't know, like, is everyone going to be receptive to it? Are people going to be out there? What's it going to be like? Do you remember how to do this stuff? Like your head's just rambling through all these different thoughts. Then what I've heard from them is like they've gone out there and maybe the, and the longest they have those jitters for is for the first song. And that's it. Maybe the whole, just because after you get one song in under your belt, it's like, okay, we still know how to do this. The feeling's back. The vibe is back. And now all of a sudden, let's just roll with this and let's just have some fun. Definitely. Definitely. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I guess what it reminds me of is like when you're, if you're like, for me anyways, when I was younger, you'd be like a, like a class clown or something. Like you might like, after you get a few jokes out there and everybody's laughing, like it's like, it's on, you know what I mean? Like you just own it. You know what I mean? I, can, I feel like that's how it is playing shows. Like you could be nervous, but then once you get out there and you start, performing you're like you know the energy just connects i guess yeah and kind of you know coming back when doing it at when we were hungry just with the idea around the festival just the overall emotion that's around there i think you're going to get to that point where all of a sudden you get up on stage and like you might have the jitters like the first like 30 seconds or something all of a sudden you're going to see the crowd interact and having fun with it and then it's like okay i got this then you're just gonna get roll confidence is gonna build and next thing you know you'll be playing that last song and you're just gonna get up and just jump out into the crowd and we're all gonna be like we got you chris (laughs) yeah i mean i think ultimately like that's the most important thing to remember for me anyways like is that like like anytime i get nervous i'm like well at the end of the day everybody came to have a good time so like you know what i mean yeah i mean who goes to shows or any kind of live show and just goes there and is like I'm just going to be the most miserable person ever at this show. Girl. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe if your friend dragged you and, you know, 
Yeah, but you know, maybe if if your friend dragged you, you know, maybe there's a reason they brought you with. Maybe there's one of the bands and the bills that you like. You know, well, I took one of my friends, and it was like this was September of 2021 for Summerfest here in Milwaukee because it was a bunch of bands that were playing there that would never play there ever again. But it was like the the warm up for them to get back out on the road for the set for the last part of 2021. All of a sudden, it's like she wasn't in a lot of the music that I liked. All of a sudden, she started, we were disc golfing a lot, and she started liking some of the stuff that I had. I'm like, all right, let's go to Summerfest. Let's enjoy. She's like, well, what days are we going? We're going this two for days, Friday and Saturday. Who's headlining? First day is Falling Reverse. Second day is Rise Against. You're coming with me, and you're going to enjoy this stuff. My God. After after that set for Falling Reverse, she's just like, I need more of this. Like, show me more of this stuff. Please, please, please. I'm like, and that's why I drank you to shows. That's awesome, man. I can't, yeah, I can't imagine missing out on that for all, for all the, for all those years. And then just being like introduced to like that kind of music and being like, oh. it's, it's like a transcendent experience. Like when you get to like, you know, you find the music that you really love and you're really connected with it. And all of a sudden there are people that are just like, oh, you know, not really, you know, you just kind of like, oh, maybe give this a shot. And they just have this like epiphany of like, I want to find out more about this. Like, give me more. And you're just like, I am now master. You are now my student. Let's have some fun. It's just like, now try this, now try this, now try this. And next thing you know, you never know what's going to happen. I also know someone else that I've been hanging out with for a lot, a long while, for like, you know, the past year. She never liked any of the stuff that I ever brought to the table, ever. Then I showed her Electric Cowboy. And now she's just like, I want more of this stuff. Like, this is too much fun. I'm just like, all right, here's this, here's this, here's this. She's like, I want more. She actually said, I want something that's a more dancey vibe. I'm like, Medic Droid, go! <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's that's awesome. I, yeah, it's, I don't know. That would be, that would be crazy to, to that kind of makes me feel like I should branch out and listen to more, more, more different kinds of music now. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it was, again, variety is the spice of life. My friends, like, they were like, okay, you know, we're going to try some, want to listen to some more alternative stuff. I'm like, well, you guys got the, uh, you guys got the aux cord on this one. So let it roll. We'll see what happens. And there's some things I've listened to. It's like, if I don't like it, you know, if I'm with my friends, I'll let it roll. I'll, I'll listen to it because even if I'm not into it, if everyone else is into it, I'm not going to be the one that's a wet blanket. But if all of a sudden it's like, I'm it, like, oh, that's a little bit different. That's interesting. I'm going to go and ask like, hey, you know, can you tell me what band this is so I can go look it up later? Oh yeah. That's, that's what's up, man. Just just being open to the experience. And all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure all of a sudden you're going to be branching out and more stuff. And next thing I know on that new medic droid record, all of a sudden, you know, we're going to, I'm going to see some like absolute random influence in there out of norm. Like where the heck did this come? Chris went and branched out and went into like some really interesting stuff. Didn't he? All of a sudden there's going to be like some like Irish music, like influence in there and be like, <laughs> Chris got drunk and was listening to Gaelic storm. Wasn't that the case? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You just you never know, man. Just country country dubstep and <laughs> is that a thing yet? I don't know if it's a thing, but I mean, if you want to give it a shot, that I'm pretty sure there'd be a lot of people that'd be like, "Huh? This doesn't." Like, you get a lot of the country fans like, "This don't make any sense," and all of a sudden you get some people that'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting." Let's listen to this more. And then next thing you know, you're gonna be if you do something like that, you're gonna be opening the Brantley Gilbert Five Finger Death Punch tour. <laughs> for some random reason it's like okay this fits let it roll that's great i hope so so outside of when we were hungry festival do you guys have anything you know planned for live shows beyond that or 
is just like, okay, we're going to see how this goes, release, you know, the music that we're working on and just kind of take it from there. Like what's the overall mindset plan around that? Pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I thought about trying to set up some, some more shows, but I kind of just want to see how this is going to go and just see how, you know, see how receptive people are and try to focus more of my energy on, on like putting out a new record and yeah, just kind of take it from there and see, you know, just see, see how people feel about it. And then if, if the time comes, then yeah, set up some more shows. That's not a bad way to go about it. Just especially like, you know, you got the reignite passion for creating new music for the medic droid. You've got the, we were hungry thing, focus your energy on that kind of stuff and then see what the reception is like because and see how you guys are feeling as well especially after playing a live show and then doing the de- with you with yourself doing those guest DJ spots for the after party see how everything's going see where your energy is see how you know where your mental idea is around where you want to go forward with that and then take it on and don't like you know overload at the same point in time as well because especially in today's day and age, like it's very easy to like overload yourself and all of a sudden it's like, no, I've got too much. And, I, ah, and then just like start resenting kind of that feel of like, oh, I don't want to go out and tour right now. And just, but you're still yeah. going to go out and do it. But it's just like, it's just the passion isn't fully there. Like you want to make sure that, you know, when you're ready to go out and do stuff, it's like, we're into this shit. Let's go. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I totally agree. It's like, I think uh, the last time, you know, I, I did some shows with the medic droid and, we did like a, we did an Australian tour and then we did that East coast tour with the bunny, the bear. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. And it was cool to see, you know, old Metroid fans come out, but I felt like at the time we really needed to be working on putting out a new record and then, and then push that by touring instead of the other way around, you know? And I think we were, you know, we were eager to also play shows, but I think it would have been better, more beneficial to, to put out a, to put out a record, like a, you know, a record or at least an EP, and then and then do that, you know what I mean? So but that kind of got us sidetracked and then discouraged, I think. So then it kind of just we didn't really do much from that from that point. And and this time around, I want to do it. You know, I want to do it a little bit better than that and put put music out first and then then tour. And that makes absolute sense. And especially coming from past experience from what you guys went through, you know, a couple of years ago when you're two with the Bunny the Bear and just, you know, touring with not really anything to, you know, new album or new music to really go off of for that time and just seeing how it felt. Now you're going to try and, you know, do the reverse of that, see how everything goes. And again, you're just taking a look at what had happened in the past. You're using your self-awareness at that point to make the best decision for yourselves. So that in the end, you know, this is your project. This is your guys's music. And you guys want, this is your livelihood. Like this is what you want to be happy with. This is what you want to roll forward with. And the last thing you want to do is like create it into a situation where, you're pushing everything so hard where you're not enjoying it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but I think like the, the new music will attract a lot of new fans and it'll, it'll show like, you know, what, what, what medic droid was always capable of. Not that I don't appreciate the stuff that we created before and the fans that enjoy that, you know what I mean? But I also, like I said earlier, like, I don't want to keep rehashing like for sure. You know what I mean? As, as cool and fun as that song was like, I know there's so much more to offer, you know what I mean? And it's, it's just like to, to tour without new stuff. It kind of, yeah, it kind of locks you in that, you know, you only get that, that, you know what I mean? And best way to answer that is just for sure, man. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, come on, Chris, you set me up for that. I had to take it at least at one point in time. And nah, I, 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 I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> 
But again, that makes a lot of sense because if you guys, when you guys come out with new stuff too, it's how are the fans going to be receptive to it? What types of music fans are going to be receptive to it? And then that might push you to take a look at opportunities to go and tour to reach those newer fans with different bands, with some different bills that you might not have ever thought about going on with. And then, of course, you know, the old fans, you know, hey, it's the first time we can see the medic droid in like, you know, five, six years. Let's go out and see them. And then it opens up to the whole entire experience, the whole entire variety of what other new music you might be able to bring to the table with the bands that you're working, like, you know, that your bands you're playing with at that point in time, along with the influence that you've been working with for this new music. Like there's a lot of potential there to really not only reach a lot of new fans from your perspective, but also when it comes to those older fans of the medic droid to keep them, you know, into the medic droid, but also kind of expand their horizons on, you know, other new music that they might potentially like. Definitely. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a great way to put it, honestly. Going to be like the music Sherpa for a lot of people at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting, dude. I'm, I'm really stoked to, get new stuff out and you know what I mean? Just put out, put out new music that I've been working on for a while. So. So do you have like any potential like time for when this might come out again, if you don't have like a specific date, if you can't say a specific date, don't say it, but I'm just looking for a, looking for a little teaser right there. I'm not too sure right now. Um, I'm trying to get something out before the festival because I want to, I plan on playing a couple new songs and I just want to have, I want to have people familiar with it so they can sing along. Cause you know, when you go to a show and, a band plays new stuff you're like stoked on it but you're also like wanting them to get back to the stuff that you know so you can sing along to it so i want to try to get at least one or two songs out before the festival all righty so if everyone that's listening you know make sure that you're looking out for those new songs for the medic droid because then you know if you're going to the we were hungry festival which you should be which you should be then you can go can be in the crowd with us you can sing along and we can have we can be you know, dance and have a good time. You can have those, you know, bright pink, the medic droid fanny packs, and we can just enjoy some pancakes in the pit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't say we'll have them for sure this time, this time around. <laughs> but eventually, I'm trying to speak it into existence, Chris, because I will actually wear one of those fanny packs if All you right. guys print them. Because I'll go to the merch and be like, they're there. Throw down All money. Right. Give me one of those, sir. <laughs> I feel, those, I feel those, like. Those, I feel like now I have to have them printed. I feel like there's a lot of pressure now to have those done. Just amped up the pressure. All of a sudden, it's like, we got a limited run of 20. And I go up there. It's like, oh, they already sold out. Damn it. <laughs> I'll save you one. I'll be sure to save you one. Yes. Alrighty. So fit print your, fit your so pancakes in. <laughs> print, print, don't print 21. Print 21 of them. <laughs> get, get that one random extra one in there. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, Chris, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I would like to do is give my guests, which is you in this case, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Chris, the floor is yours. Honestly, man, I'm I'm just I'm just stoked to, that you had me on. I'm I'm grateful to be playing this, dude. I'm I'll see everybody there hopefully. Perfect. Now it's time for me on this podcast with three very separate things. So, first things first. In talking with Chris from the Medic Droid, yeah, there's gonna potentially be new music coming out before the festival. When We Were Hungry, October 20th and 21st. Don't forget that. So the best way to make sure you're in, you know, in the know when this stuff happens is to follow along with them online, to make sure you're following them on your, you know, preferred streaming service so you can stay connected with them. And also, you know, just become more of a fan of the band and just really connect to them. So instead of having to search all this stuff up yourself, 
That's where I come in. This is where I'm doing you guys a favor. Go to the description of the podcast and say, find the Medic Droid online. Links for socials where you can listen to their music. If I can find some merch, boom, I'm going to put that link right there for you to go and get that merch. If I can find stuff for, you know, anything on the Medic Droid, boom, go to the description of the podcast, find the Medic Droid online, links for everything, labels for all those links. So you have to click, like, click, share, click, subscribe, click, listen, whatever it might be. I'm doing all the hard work for you. I'm doing all the searching. I'm taking, you know, all the hard work. I'm giving you the convenience. Now act on that convenience and go follow along the Medic Droid so that when they drop that new music, oh yeah, you're not going to want to miss out on that. And get those When We Were Hungry tickets, please, because you want to see him play live, right? Oh yeah, you want to see Chris play live. Now, Chris, it's time for number two. Whenever I have guests on the podcast I enjoy having on the podcast, I always like to make a certain promise. And the reason I like to do that is because I love having guests on the podcast. It's like my favorite thing to do over the, the entire day. Like I always look forward to this stuff. I can be dead tired. It's like, I get to do stuff. I'm like, whoa, energy up. And it's my also way of saying thank you for being on the podcast and my way to say, I'm going to continue to support the band in any way I can. So my promise to you is this. It normally starts out with when, because it, I say it as when it's going to happen, but t- to be determined. Now I'm going to say this at when we were hungry festival, because I'm going to be there. Chris, my promise to you is this. And that promise is, first round's on me. All right. So hold me to it. I might, you know, get that fanny pack and all of a sudden go to the bar and bring, like, two beers. Like, what's in there? Brought the beers, you know, fanny pack style. I'll, I'll, I'll save you a fanny pack. If <laughs> Perfect. And trust me, there won't be any, like, you know, uh, syrup residue <laughs> on the beer at that point. <laughs> I'll keep it clean up until then. Oh, uh, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, you're very welcome. And now I cannot say this podcast by saying, and this podcast by saying goodbye. I just can't do it for a number of reasons. One, goodbye is way, 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 way too final. I don't like that. Secondly, you know, I would love to have you back on the podcast again at some point in time, you know, new music coming out for the Medic Droid, be able to bring you back on, talk about it, get more people into it. And well, cause I'm going to see you at when we were hungry festival. So goodbye is way too final. No, 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 no. Chris, we're going to end it like this. And I'm going to say, I'll see you later. See you, man. Thank you so much for your time. It's a blast talking to you. Well, folks, this is my interview with Chris from the band The Medic Droid. Once again, they're going to be playing when we were hungry. Day two of the festival, Chris is going to be doing DJ sets at both night after parties. So make sure you get your tickets for We Were Hungry Festival. Link trips to the podcast. Come check out The Medic Droid on day two. And be sure to follow along with them on social media because, well, and on your favorite streaming platform because there's going to be new music coming out at some point soon you're not gonna want to miss out on it so be sure to go check that out because man who doesn't want more good new music i mean come on variety is the spice of life get on it also be sure to make sure you follow along with the corporate Rush podcast online facebook twitter instagram and tiktok for all you tiktokers out there I, you get all the crazy corporation podcasts up the super cuts the crazy uh short streams whatever you want we do it all and Make sure to subscribe to the Core Progression Podcast. You'll be watching these podcasts on our YouTube channel, or you can listen to Spotify, Podcast, Radio, Amazon, and wherever else you're going to be streaming these podcasts. Because I know we're a lot of different places. I just always use Spotify, Podcast, Radio, Amazon, because those are the ones that I know the most. Also, if you are subscribed to this podcast, thank you. Seriously, thank you. I mean, this is the thing I look forward to the most in my day is 
being able to do these podcasts, connect with these artists, and just have fun. Music is like the biggest thing that like the most positive influence I have in life, and I can't get enough of it. And this just makes me incredibly happy. So the fact that you're supporting this, thank you. If you are now a subscriber to the podcast, I do want to say thank you to you as well. Thank you for joining along. If you are listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't want to subscribe, I'm gonna first ask you to please reconsider. If you're like, nah, I really don't want to follow along and I just like this one, that's fine. I want to say thank you for stopping by to the Core Progression Podcast. Thank you for enjoying this episode. We hope to see you back in the future. You're always welcome back. So let's enjoy. Also want to remember to thank our support for this podcast. First off, Manscaped, 20% off and free shipping. Use the code CPP at manscaped.com. And get those tickets for the When We Were Hungry Music Festival happening October 20th, 21st in Las Vegas, Nevada. Pancakes in the Pit, Memes in the Dreams. Come join us. Let's have some fun. And get that pink, uh, that pink fanny pack from the Medic Droid. You're going to want one of those. Thank you, Chris, for being on the podcast. I will see you at the When We Were Hungry Festival in October. So, everyone listening, hope to see you there, too. On that note, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. He's up to the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all.